0: Do you wonder if setting a few boundaries might help you have a little bit more peace? If this is something you have been curious about, be sure to listen to today's episode when I clarify exactly what boundaries are and how they might help you. Boundaries come from a place of love and respect. They are for you and about what you will and will not do. Boundaries are great tools for you when needed. They are not for the other person that's needing to respect you, however. The other person doesn't even have to know the boundary exists. You simply decide what is best for you and your mental health. Respect yourself. Decide what you will and will not allow and then move forward. Something that pings against a boundary may be a trigger and show you that you need to guard that boundary. You can choose how to respond to that trigger or even remove yourself from the trigger when necessary. You don't have to be rigid with your boundaries. Just be sure to continue to respect yourself and the boundaries you set. If something pings your boundary and you want to be flexible, you have the agency to choose that. Just remember it is your choice. That perspective alone will grow your emotional resilience. Boundaries often help us navigate difficult relationships and even work towards building a healthy relationship when honored. When the other person doesn't respect your reasonable boundary, this can lead to a much bigger problem. Having boundaries in place can guide you to have clarity on what to do in the moment when dysfunction presents itself. Always aim to peacefully protect your boundary and not to respond in a way that is inflammatory. Boundaries come from love and respect. They, again, are for you. They are about what you will and will not do. For example, if a person is treating you poorly. You can choose to allow that or to remove yourself from that situation. Let people show you who they really are and then you decide what you are comfortable with in the way you're being treated. It is true. People will treat us how we allow them to How does your yes, for example, make you feel? If they ask you to do something, or maybe they are over asking, asking for commitments you're not comfortable with. Does your yes make you feel more uncomfortable? If you have a negative response to saying yes, you can say no rather than yes. You don't want to become a people pleaser by always saying yes, especially if it affects you negatively. Again, boundaries are not for the other person. They are your tools to pull out when needed. And as for a little encouragement, as we become more emotionally resilient, we often need less boundaries. There are several categories of boundaries I'm going to explain more deeply. There's a lot more than this, but I just want to take on these three in this segment. It is space, time, and emotion. Regarding boundaries with your space. If your space is feeling encroached upon, often it's by clutter. This is such a common problem in the world we live on where we all accumulate so many things and we just have such an affluent um, culture that they just accumulate around us. And we also have a heavy shopping culture. So those two things kind of keep us in a state of, I would almost call it overabundance of stuff. So the best thing to do clearly is a deep declutter. I often feel like I am constantly in a declutter mode of something or some area or a drawer, a closet, a room, etc. I have in the last several months at the time of this recording actually deeply decluttered four different rooms. Fun times, right? But it does feel so rewarding when we reach that point of decluttering. I remember back when my older girls were younger, I would keep a bin or a big bag or basket that was always ready to go to take those items away and haul them off that we didn't need anymore. I also used to take toys that were a little bit less than used, not used as often, not loved as much to a bin in our garage. And to see if they would be missed if they were missed they got permission to come back in to the home if not they would eventually make their way to that get rid of bag my daughter does something of a toy rotation with her children and it's kind of like taking out toys that she's going to re-enter and trade with the toys that are currently in the house and it's kind of like a little celebration when she does that rotation they feel new again Another area for me, I really prefer to have clear kitchen counters. However, it sometimes feels impossible when you have a large family. And especially if your family doesn't maybe value that quite as much as you do. But you can remind them, do the best you can, always be gentle with your reminders. I remember way back, I put masking tape across our counters, especially the the trouble spots to help us all remember to not drop everything on that counter when we came inside. Of course, this only worked temporarily, but I think it helped them to remember during that little short season. Another area for a boundary often is your time. Time is an area that is often invaded by well-meaning friends and family. They may call you or call on you rather for help because they know they can count on you. And it's great to be counted on and we'd love to serve. But you do have to keep that in check. And if you find yourself not completing your own tasks, or maybe even the things that you enjoy, you may have to set boundaries on when you are and aren't available. For example, if you have a friend who you talk to regularly, but often her call interrupts something you're doing with your family or your work, etc., just let her know you're only available to talk after a certain time. If someone diverts you from your routine because of their sense of urgency, this is also a time factor, right? Someone else's urgency does not have to be your own. You decide, you evaluate it. If that is something that you feel is also urgent, then take care of it. If not, it is completely okay to explain to them that you will be happy to help when your time is more free. The last area of boundaries that I want to talk about today is emotional boundaries. You guys know that I am a life coach and I will tell you that this is an area that often comes up in coaching. And it is a tool that is a little bit different than all the others because it is completely an inside job. You are fully responsible, each of us are, for our own emotions another person's words or actions are not directly causing our emotions. I know that that seems a little hard to swallow. But the direct connection is our thoughts. Our thoughts about what the person is saying or doing are what actually cause our emotions directly. So if you have someone in your life who repeatedly acts or speaks to you in ways that you find challenging, hurtful, belittling, you want to guard your own thoughts and your own heart. You may need clearly to make a decision to limit exposure to that person. And that's a boundary that's kind of hard but sometimes necessary. Again, it's an inside job for you to determine how is that person's actions, how are you thinking about that person's actions, and how is your, how are your thoughts affecting you? Boundaries are great tools. They can be very effective when used in ways that help you guard your own heart and your own thoughts. They can serve you well and protect your mental health. They can also lead to a better relationship with yourself and others when they are honored. Reach out for coaching if you'd like some help, understanding boundaries, or growing in emotional resilience. Be sure to check out the poll in the show notes. Until next time, this is my hope for you. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast. You can find me at stephaniejohns.com or on the gram at The Hope Coach. You can even use the links in the show notes below to apply for one-on-one or group coaching and to join my email list.